You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. The wonderful football Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network. Also great to be live on Stadium now. Stadium carrying us Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. WatchStadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, and more. So great to be on with our friends at Stadium. Um, and if you're watching us right now on Stadium and you didn't listen or or, uh, or watch hour number one of the show. We touched on all things related to the Damian Lillard trade. Uh, Lillard traded from Portland to Milwaukee, so if you're interested in our betting takes there, we talked about what it means in the Eastern Conference. We talked about Giannis and Lillard possibly being bet for NBA MVP. The short answer there is maybe not now and maybe not ever for those guys to win most valuable player. We talked about it impacting Portland, the impact on Phoenix. Matt Moore joined us from the Action Network, giving us his take on Lillard being traded to Milwaukee. So if you're here and you're looking for 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 uh, for the NBA stuff off the Lillard trade, you can find us in podcast form. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. All of that stuff will be up momentarily. We have a lot of National Football League that we're going to do over the course of the rest of the show. Covered the NBA in full, did the first hour fully on the Lillard trade to Milwaukee. And we got a great couple hours in store for you here. Eric Eager is going to join us next hour from Sumer Sports, talking week four in the NFL. PJ Glasser from the BetQL Network, one hour from now, talking college football this weekend. Will Brinson, CBS Sports, joins us in 40 minutes. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, 20 minutes from now. But batting leadoff today, talking National Football League here on You Better You Bet. And for our stadium crowd, if you have not yet been exposed to this guest, uh, one of the absolute best in the business, pro sports better, our good friend Rob Pozzola. You got to check out Rob's uh, content company, The Hammer, on Twitter at The Hammer HQ. Rob's sports betting podcast is Circles Off. We encourage you to check it out. And he's on Twitter at his name, at Rob Pozzola. Rob, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, my friend, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I caught a little bit of your first hour on the Lillard stuff as well. I had bet some uh, Miami Heat Eastern Conference futures, hoping that Ooh. he ended up there. So unfortunately, I was not so happy with the news today. And also there was like a quick leak that it might be Toronto, which got me really excited at one point as well. And that was didn't come to fruition either. So not the not the best over the course last couple hours, but uh, we'll swing into NFL here and that'll get us back on track. Probably going to take the approach of uh, Jimmy Butler on Twitter and then Tyler Hero, which is to demand like an investigation for tampering into the uh, into the Milwaukee Bucks as a result of what happened. That's that's tough because I I, I would have if you had said like, hey, where do you think Lillard's going to go? I would have said Miami too. Milwaukee was was really, really surprising. Um, you, you tell us ahead of time. We could do the NFL now. You, you tell us ahead of time kind of like what games you have a, a feel for or whatever. And usually... I think all of us tend to share like the same brain on a lot of games and tend to have similar opinions. So sometimes I'll, I'll get the games ahead of time and I'll be like, Rob likes that, Rob likes that, Rob likes that. The the international game is on the list, Falcons-Jags. I I have no idea what you like in this game. And I could actually see you selling both Jacksonville, Atlanta, and the over and the under. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. 
yeah, that actually like makes a ton of sense. So Jags by three or Jags minus three in the market uh, against Atlanta, total 43 and a half. I don't know where you're going to go here. What do you like in this game? I like the Jags in this game. So I was going to bet Ooh. the Jags yesterday. I woke up this morning and it had been steamed out. I was like, ah, I missed the entry point. And then a ton of money came in on Atlanta this afternoon and drove this price back down. And that was very influential money. Like the entire bl- board blew up on Atlanta today. Uh, I'm selling Atlanta. I just, you, you never want to boil down an NFL matchup to like quarterback versus quarterback, but it's Trevor Lawrence versus Desmond Ritter. And one thing about the Atlanta Falcons is that they are going to need to be able to run the football in games to have success. The Jags, in my opinion, don't have the best run defense in the league. I think a lot of their rush defense metrics are based on who they face so far. Deion Jackson week one, who's no longer with the Colts. Houston last week, Kansas City. These aren't dominant rushing offenses, but I do think they have pretty good run-stopping personnel. And at some point or another, the Atlanta Falcons are going to have to throw the ball in this game. And I don't think that they're capable. I'm just not a Desmond Ritter fan. So ultimately, I look back to last week. Jacksonville plays a stinker of a game. Kind of got unlucky. Some bad fumble luck in that game. Special teams touchdown for the Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud threw deep on Jacksonville. He hit Tank Dell on a couple of big plays. That's not in the Falcons' arsenal. I think this is a good matchup for Jacksonville. Um, I make this, honestly, very close to four, and that's not building in much of a home field advantage for Jacksonville here. I think there's a big uh, difference between these two teams, and Atlanta, I think, is a little bit overvalued this week. Uh, and we got to get Taylor Heineke in as the Falcons starting quarterback. Not just not just for, for bets, not just like for more fun because Desmond Ritter stinks. How about can we save Drake London and Kyle Pitts in fantasy football also, please? And get a quarterback in there that can throw the damn ball. Ritter me this. The whole thing's really frustrating. Rob, let's go to uh, a game where I think we feel confident in both quarterbacks being able to have success. And that, of course, is the the Bills and the Dolphins coming up in Buffalo. Um, over at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the Bills in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point favorite. Total bet up to 54-and-a-half. It looks like Miami will have star receiver Jalen Waddle back. He's still in concussion protocol, but practiced in full today on Wednesday, looking like he's on track to, uh, to return for the Dolphins. He obviously missed uh, last week's game against Denver, and all they did was score 70 points. Uh, your bets and thoughts, Rob, on the Bills hosting the undefeated Miami Dolphins. So first of all, very interesting move on the total because a lot of the market-making sports books just like moved right through 54 immediately. It was like, this is not even an option. We're going straight from 53.5 to 54.5. So that's very interesting. Kind of gives me a little bit of value on the under, which I don't know that I actually have the stones to pull the trigger on that. But I do like Buffalo in this game. Bet MGM, one of the best numbers in market right now, minus two and a half, minus 120. And I'm in the boat that the Dolphins are really good. But I'm not there yet in the gap between them and the Bills being this small. The Bills stunk in week one against the Jets. That's kind of been an MO for them for a while now and facing the Jets defense. Since then, they've just annihilated two opponents. Now, granted, not very good. But the Bills are back on track offensively here. Miami's defense is still a major concern. Like, they are by far the worst unit in this entire game. And you think of Miami, like, it's easy to remember the 70 points from a week ago. As NFL bettors, we tend to remember what we saw last week. The game against the Patriots was a bit of a slog for them a week earlier. New England's defense held up well. If Mac Jones doesn't make a horrible interception at, like, the two-yard line in that game, it's a very close game. New England has the ball driving to tie that game week one against the chargers very back and forth affair so as much as we want to crown miami as being this amazing team because they put up 70 on denver 
really the two weeks prior were not super impressive in the sense that they ran away with those games. I still think that there's a bigger gap between these two teams. One specific thing with Miami's defense, Vic Fangio, obviously the DC there now, they're playing a lot of too high looks. They're keeping a lot of things underneath right now. I think the Bills can beat that. They've been beating that for the last year and a half now since every defense started playing them that way. And Josh Allen did it against Washington a week ago, just slowly, incrementally worked his way up the field. I trust Buffalo a lot more in this spot. Um, I will adjust significantly on Miami if they do win this game, but I, I think this is a valuable price on the Bills. Rob, let's go from that game, which has like kind of AFC championship level appeal, like two teams that I think a lot of people think would win the Super Bowl, to like the diametric, like a game that's been a punchline, honestly, like this entire week. The Denver, who was on the receiving end of the 70 points from, from Miami, is a, is a three, three and a half point road favorite. You might be like, they allowed 70 points. How could, they, how could they be a three, three and a half point road favorite? Because the team they're playing also got obliterated last week, and everyone thinks now is the worst team in the league, the Bears. So Broncos, three, three and a half at Chicago, just like a really funny game, but also like a game we can bet and maybe make money on. Uh, the total in the game has been up to 46, 46 and a half. Side total, any thoughts here? Yeah, I still think the total is too low. And listen, ordinarily, a team gives up 70 points, and you're not going to typically find value on the over the next week. At least you don't, you know, you don't think that that's going to be the case. But honestly, these defenses are so, so bad. Like, first of all, the 70 points to Miami, whatever. But the previous weeks as well, the way that offenses were able to move the ball on Denver up and down the field, they do not generate a pass rush whatsoever. They have 11 pressures this season. For context, there's only four teams in the NFL that have less than 20 pressures. They're one of them. They're by far the lowest in the entire league. So if there was ever a game where the Chicago Bears offense is going to get back on track, this is the game. Like, forget about last week against Kansas City. That's a very good defense. This is a game where Chicago can score. Now, on the other side of things, last year, the Bears traded away Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn. If you look at the games that they've started, uh, they've played without those two defenders on the field, They've given up an average of 34 points per game to their opponents. It is a horrible defense. Their cornerback group right now is bare bones. They're signing guys off the Minnesota Vikings practice squad as we speak right now. This is a disastrous thing for them. And Denver can move the ball. They bogged down a lot of times last week because they had to go forward on fourth down. They had to match scores with Miami, but they moved up and down the field in that game. I make this on north of 47. It's a pretty large edge for me in terms of a total. I like the over quite a bit in this game. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. We are talking the National Football League week four and how to bet it with pro sports better Rob Bazola. Rob on Twitter at Rob Bazola. Rob, let's look at Monday Night Football with my Giants hosting the Seattle Seahawks. We basically move to pick the winner of the game. The Giants are like a half point favor right now at BetMGM. Basically pick the winner. Total has been bet up to 47. What do you like, side or total or both, Seahawks and the Giants on Monday Night Football? I still like the total. I still like the over. Obviously, you want to significantly reduce your bet size because 47 is somewhat of a key number when it comes to total. So once it hits that spot, you lose a little bit of value. But I like the matchup for both of these offenses. I think the Giants' offensive numbers have been suppressed because they faced San Francisco and they faced Dallas, two teams that are going to exploit their offensive line. In the game where they didn't face a great pass rush, Arizona, they put up a ton of points in the second half. I think the Giants getting Andrew Thomas back, extra time to prepare for this game against the Seahawks' defense, that's not very good. 
they can move the ball on them. Remember, Andy Dalton was moving the ball significantly on Seattle last week until they took like an egregious amount of false start penalties in that game, did Carolina, and they bogged down on every third down. The Giants will score. On the other side of things, I think the Giants' defense is miserable. Statistically speaking, this is one of my favorite stats of the week. They have blitzed on 53% of opponent dropbacks this year. They've generated a pressure on 16.7% of opponent dropbacks. 53% blitzes, pressure 17% of the time. They just cannot get home. They can't stop the run. The secondary is in bad shape. I think Seattle has offenses offensive mismatches all over the field i think this is gonna be a high scoring game monday night football i like the over rob we've had a, a lot of injury news that we you know, have only been able to report like a, a few bits and pieces of because we were doing damian lillard trade and everything but one thing that was kind of interesting that came out during our show already was maybe who's going to play quarterback for the Carolina Panthers on Sunday when Minnesota goes to Carolina. Looks like it's going to be Bryce Young, right, who kind of got last week off. Yes, ankle injury also, like, didn't go well the first few weeks. And here's Andy Dalton in Seattle, where maybe it went a little bit better. They didn't cover, but maybe the offense looked a little bit better. So on the announcement that Young is probably going to play, uh, the Vikings have been getting bet even more. The first four has appeared in this game, so Vikings by four. Maybe in about a minute here so we can hit maybe one other game. Just like your thoughts on betting this game now, the idea that we kind of know Bryce Young is going to start for Carolina. I hate the idea of betting the Vikings to win by margin because they play so many close games, but I do think that this is a game they can win by margin. I really like the Vikings offense. In every single game this year, they've turned the ball over in the end zone. If you remember the Justin Jefferson fumble out of the end zone, last week we had the game-tying play or game-winning play with TJ Hawkinson. They've had the muff snaps. They have moved the ball very well this year. And Carolina's defense is in shambles. We have to look at if whether or not Frankie Louvu is going to play. But if he doesn't, this is a team that is like void of talent, basically on defense right now with the amount of injuries they suffered in the second half against Seattle last week. I just don't think Bryce Young can match those scores. I really don't. I know the Vikings defense is bad and Carolina might have their best offensive output of the year, but I don't think it's going to come close to matching Minnesota's. With Bryce Young starting, I make this closer to a four and a half point spread in favor of the Vikings, and I like Minnesota in this game. Rob, about 30 seconds here. Um, anywhere on the board you want to take it, one other side or total that you like coming up for week number four in the National Football League. Yeah, I'll say like now that Baltimore's hit three and their left tackle and center are practicing, I kind of don't know the timing of this Cleveland move today because it's like positive news for the Ravens on the practice report, even Marcus Williams practice today. This is appealing to me. Like, Cleveland looked great last week, but don't forget, Tennessee's pass defense is going to make anyone look great. Deshaun Watson struggled, and now all of a sudden we think he's completely turned the corner because of Tennessee. I'm not buying it necessarily. I'm also not buying the Browns' D. I think they're very good, but let's pump the brakes until they face a real quarterback. That's all I'll say for now. Like, they've looked great so far. Burrow injured in week one, reigning. You know, they just have not faced a quality quarterback like Lamar yet at full capacity. I'm very interested in Baltimore now that the number's three. Our executive producer, Alex Fasano, a big Steelers fan. Like we we will we will suppress him from trying to like reach through the screen and choke you from for making for making those incendiary comments about Kenny Pickett. Uh, Canada. <laughs> well, that he definitely learned. That we won't stop him from doing. Uh, Rob is on Twitter at Rob Pozzola. You gotta check out the hammer on Twitter. A lot of a lot of uh People that do work for the Hammer join us on You Better You Bet, including Eric Eager coming up next hour at the Hammer HQ. And Rob's sports betting podcast is Circles Off. My friend, we sincerely appreciate the time. Best of luck with the bets this week, except when we are all going mano a mano with Carolina and Minnesota. And we will talk to you soon. All right, guys. Good luck this week.
Our pal Rob Bazola joining us here on You Better You Bet. On the other side, we keep on rolling out the excellent NFL content to get you set to bet and win on week four of the National Football League. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.